Hi, you've reached 1-800-PODCAST with Nikki, Lauren, and Carly. We're away from the phone right now, but the hotline is always open. Leave us a message and ask us about your podcast. Hi, ladies. I'm Lou. I'm the founder of Busy Numbers, and I don't have a podcast myself, but I'm starting to be a guest on other people's podcasts. And so my question is, what guidance would you give to prepare as a guest? Because it's all great to have a conversation, but how do you structure that conversation to give value with intention and then lead into a call to action that is authentic? So would love to know your thoughts. Thank you. First of all, like, I am obsessed with your voice. So cute. I love that accent. I, I want it. Yeah. Should we just do this accent in Brit- or this episode in a British accent? <laughs> I hope that wasn't offensive. You're actually really good. You're actually really good. I'm impressed. But honestly, like, Lou, Lou can probably use this, like, to her advantage. Oh, sure. Because people will love to have her voice on their podcast, yes. right? Don't oh, you for think? sure. Such a different dynamic to yes. offer to her listener, to their listeners. But I love this question because for somebody who does not have a podcast but wants to leverage all the benefits of podcasting, this is how to do it. And so figure out what you're offering to the world, what your goals are, what you want to sell, and come up with a really, really great pitch that you can send out to all of these podcasts that you desire to be on. Wouldn't you say knowing who you're speaking to is probably one of the first steps? Yeah, for sure. Like you need to know the type of person that you want to reach in order to meet these goals that you've set for yourself. And so you're going to have to start list building and figure out which podcasts are really going to give you the most return and the best opportunity based on who the podcast audience and listener is. So how do you even know where to start? Like, how do you know what podcast you should be on? Well, after you figure out your goals, your messaging, and the type of listener that you want to reach, try to find podcasts that will have a similar audience and a similar listener. And the ways that you can find these podcasts are a couple. The first is that there are certain platforms out there that are essentially databases or directories that have a number of different podcasts that you can filter by genre, by um, audience reach, and analytics and all of that. So one of them is called Podchaser. If you'd like to invest in that, it's a really great way to just kind of get everything all in one if you really want to go gung-ho on like pitching yourself to be on a bunch of podcasts. Or you can just do some good old-fashioned research, which honestly I do a lot of that. You can dive into Spotify, dive into Apple Podcasts or any other listening apps and search in their browse section through the different categories that are a fit for you and your message yeah, and find a bunch of them that way. Um, and then, you know, do your outreach. And if you're still not really sure if the audience is exactly who you need to reach, then just ask the host, hey, do you mind sharing a little bit more about your demographics and your listener and maybe some analytics that will help me really determine what content I should be providing to them? I have an idea. Yeah. That can maybe piggyback off of that too. Sure. What if you, you know, you already have an audience yourself, like you have followers on social or wherever it may be. What if you did some sort of like poll or kind of ask them like, hey, what podcasts are you really into right now? Because if they're already following you, they're already invested in you, they're your ideal client or customer, um, getting that information, you might discover 
some new podcasts and guaranteed if they're listening to that podcast, you know there's future clients or customers of yours that are listening to it too, so. This is probably the first step you should take because it's the easiest, it doesn't cost you any money. Yeah. And you've are, it's very accurate. So I would take that step first before yeah. anything else. I love that. Okay, but I wanna like redirect back to the stats and the analytics stuff. Like, how do you know, cause just from an like very outside perspective, I feel like there can sometimes be a lot of smoke and mirrors and you don't really know what's true or what's fake or like followers and this listeners, I don't know. Yeah. Like, is it all like, is there some BS? How do you get like the real raw, what do you need to look for? What do you need to ask for when it comes to stats and analytics? So first of all, before you even reach out to the podcast host to pitch yourself to be a guest on their show, look at how often they're publishing and when the last time is that they published. Mm -hmm. Is this even an active podcast? Like you need to be going on podcasts that are active and have a constant presence. Um, Check out the reviews and the ratings. How many ratings do they have? What do the reviews say? You want to go on a show that's, you know, got a good standing with people who have listened to it before. Um, And then to like dive in a little bit further, if you don't have enough clarity on, well, I guess you could get more clarity on their social too. go Mm -hmm. stalk them on social, see who's following them there, who's engaging with them, the type of content they're putting out and how that fits with your content. Um, And then go a little further after you've pitched them and ask for the analytics about about their demo, because we can't find this information everywhere like we can on social media. So it is a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. But you can do your homework. Yeah, totally. So do we want to always just go for the big podcasts with like the big audience behind it? Yeah, you would think, right? Mm-hmm. So everyone's always like, I want to get the most exposure, the most ROI. And they assume the big podcasts are the ones who are going to achieve that for them. And it's not necessarily true because I've had several clients who we've pitched to be on podcasts before and they tell me it's the smaller ones who are accomplishing their sales goals, their engagement goals, whatever goals that they've set for themselves. They are actually more successful with that because their audience is smaller. They're more engaged. They're probably more niche than some of these big ones. So people know or are going to that podcast for specific things. And this podcaster is obviously doing their job by providing the right type of guest and the right type of content to their listeners. Um, and wow. So, I guess that makes sense, though, when you yeah. think about it. What are some ways that you would say could uh, provide the most bang for your buck, so to say? Like, I'm kind of thinking creating, like, specific uh, downloadables, leads, codes, maybe, yeah. that you could, that are very, very specific to this episode, so that way you can kind of, like, track how yeah. successful this episode is for you? Yeah, so this kind of ties back to a couple of different points, which, you know, this is your offer that you're giving to this podcaster's listeners. Um, you made a good point that you can track if you have like a special unique code for a specific podcast that you're appearing as a guest on. You can track how successful this was. So if you're not getting, you know, the downloads of your free PDF or the purchases for your course that you're pushing, then maybe there's something off here with this audience and you should look at other podcasts that are slightly different and test some other things out there and then track using the same method. Um, But what's also really important about having an offer when you go on a podcast as a guest is that you're providing actual value and an incentive for the listeners of this podcast. And 
at the end of the day, when we're podcasting, we're serving and we are giving listeners our knowledge, our information. And, you know, that's really kind of the point of yeah. podcasting at the end of the day is to serve. Exactly. Uh, can you share any like tips on like, or phrases maybe that would be a good way to execute this? Like how can you kind of tee it up in the words that you use and you choose on the podcast to make sure your call to action is like super successful? Well, don't wait until the end. So you can organically and naturally drop hints about your offer that you're giving to these listeners throughout the podcast episode. Of course, as it ties into the content and as feels natural, because you don't want to be the super salesy person. That's no one wants to listen to that. It's like door to door salesman coming to my (laughs) front door. I'm like, I don't, I can't, I don't have time. So you really want it to tie in to be natural and it, it will really start to pique the interest of the listener because they're like, oh, they're probably going to be giving me something here, something really good. And I'm interested in this content and I like what she's saying. So now I can go a little, a step further, engage with her more, get the information I need to accomplish whatever it is that yeah. that listener needs to accomplish. And maybe reminding them too, reminding the listener that what you've created for them is going to make their life easier in some way, shape or form. Like yeah. you are reminding them the value, like really getting clear on like what their pain points are in their life or their business or, you know, whatever it is that you're offering to them and how it's going to add so much value to, to their life. For sure. Yeah. So, Lou, I hope we answered your questions. Call call us back with some more. We want to hear you speak. (laughs) See you next time.